Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here at Locked On Big 12 Podcast. Today it is the 3rd of October, 2022, and on today's show, some coaching openings. Could they impact the Big 12? Wisconsin and Colorado are both open now. Power 5 jobs continue to become open. How about how these two in particular could affect Big 12 coaches and or coordinators right now? That's coming up on today's show. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 Podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Please continue to do that. We're on that push for 2,300 subs right now. We're about 50 away, so help us make that 2,300 subscribers here Gunning for that by the end of the week. Also, want to thank our sponsors today, Simply Safe, for sponsoring the show. More on them later, but make sure you guys subscribe, check out Simply Safe, uh, all of those things. All right, glasses on, game time. So, uh, the coaching firings are just coming earlier and earlier now. We saw this trend affect the Big 12 last year. We saw TCU part ways with Gary Patterson, we saw Matt Wells. Uh, get fired at Texas Tech. And so right now, the one that we're tracking in the Big 12, at least for right now, is the shirt that I'm wearing. It is West Virginia, right? Um, The one thing that would preclude them from doing that is the buyout. Neil Brown would be owed a lot of money north of like $15 million, I think is what we're talking about right now. Um, And so that feels like a firing. And we never know these things. It, It could change very quickly. But a firing is not necessarily in the cards right now for the Big 12 Conference. Um, It has been the order of the day elsewhere. Ironically enough, the SEC, where it's kind of the nuttiest conference, has not seen it yet. But we have seen Power 5 jobs such as Arizona State, Nebraska, Colorado, Wisconsin, and Georgia Tech are all open. So I think it's five, right? Uh, Nebraska was first. We saw Arizona State. We saw Georgia Tech. We saw Colorado. We've seen Wisconsin. So I would say out of those, four of those were not surprising. Nebraska, not surprising. Uh, Georgia Tech, not surprising. Colorado, not surprising. Arizona State, not surprising. Wisconsin was surprising. That's the big one. And I think that's where we should start. So Paul Christ gets fired at Wisconsin. They're off to a two and three start. They have lost games against Ohio State by a million. They first lost to uh, Wazoo at home, 17-14, which actually not – it's it's a game that, that Wisconsin, as we know Wisconsin, should win, right? Um, but Wazoo actually might be pretty decent this year, right? They, they should have beaten Oregon. I can't believe they, they lost that game. <laughs> and the way they did, the back door was crazy. Um, and then, you know, the, the Wazoo's like – they've been pretty good. That's that's the one loss that we're all looking at, and they'll play USC this week. So I think they could be pretty decent, and we'll see how they do in that game. Besides the point. Uh, they got they lose the game to Ohio State by a million, and then they lose to Illinois in a pretty lopsided game. And so now you think about, all right, uh, who should Wisconsin football hire? Well, they have um, they have promoted Jim Leonard, their defensive coordinator, to head coach. Right, that is that is where they have decided to go for the time being. It seems like Jim Leonard is kind of the leader in the clubhouse to get this job. That's what it feels like. It feels like the power brokers and check out also locked on Badgers 
for more on this if you guys are super interested by the, that perspective. But it seems like they really want Jim Leonard to be the guy that's going to coach this team. He's a defensive coordinator. He played at Wisconsin. Um, you know, he's he's pretty well known. Uh, uh, you know, time in the NFL. I mean, he spent a long time in the NFL. He's only 39 years old. So it feels like this is an audition, and I'm actually not sure how well he has to perform to get the job. Let's see what the rest of the schedule is just for the sake of um, just for the sake of the exercise here. Because you think that, hey, look, it's Wisconsin. Now, I thought Bud Elliott made a really good point today about this. These jobs in the Big Ten West could become less attractive once they go to non-divisional scheduling in the Big Ten because you aren't playing Illinois and Iowa. Like you know, your toughest game is not Iowa all you know the entire time, right? Uh, that is not where you're doing. I was checking the the standings before I came on today to look at just like, you know, where things are Illinois, Northwestern, Purdue, Minnesota, Nebraska, Iowa, Wisconsin. I mean, try to find good teams this year out of that group. Like Illinois four and one probably should be five, five and oh, think they're pretty decent. Purdue is close to being a really good football team at the weird loss Syracuse and almost beat Penn state Minnesota. We thought was good, but they just got absolutely hammered in their last game. Uh, you know, 20 to 10 was a loss to, to Purdue. But, like, they were horrible in that game. I think it was at three interceptions for Tanner Morgan. I mean, like, just a really awful performance. Not hammer, but they just they, they sucked. Um, Nebraska, we know they're not very good. Iowa's offense is god-awful. And Wisconsin is two and three. Once you separate that out, and they've got to go to the top teams, and see all know, know this, I mean, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State are the three schools. And throw in uh, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, the big three schools there. Toss in some Michigan State. Maryland's pretty average. Indiana Rutgers also there too. But once you start mixing in those four other schools into your schedule more often, then you are going to lose probably a bit more. Um, so I think Wisconsin is making this move right now for that. They've got Northwestern. They're at Michigan State. They've got Purdue at home. They've got uh, Maryland at home. They're at Iowa. They've got Nebraska, Minnesota. So it's not the hardest schedule in the world the rest of the way. I'm kind of curious what Jim Leonard has to do to get this thing to a point where he could keep his job. They're 0-2 in the Big Ten West. I mean, there is a like there nobody's out of it yet in that division. They look pretty bad, but like would it shock me if they just they won out the rest of the way? They went nine and three and we're talking about oh Wisconsin, here they are. I mean, it'd be surprising, but like that division's really bad. So it's kind of up for grabs at this point in time. Sure, Illinois getting one over them in the win column is is bad, but Illinois already got a loss in conference to Indiana. I know it's not somebody in the division, but there it is. So they got a pretty good shot. But I will say this, for as good as that Nebraska situation looks, and it looks good because the amount of money that they're going to have, um, this job looks just as appealing, if not more so. I would rather be coaching at Wisconsin at Madison than Lincoln, Nebraska. I 110% would. And I think it'd be silly to think that they won't target, you know, if, if Jim Leonard's not the guy, or at least, you know, they're, they're probably doing their due diligence. They want the Jim Leonard thing to work out, but you got to make some contacts across the board. If you're looking towards the big 12, and I think they should, who would you be looking at? Lance Leipold, Dave Aranda, maybe Chris Kleiman, definitely Matt Campbell. The guys that we heard brought up for the Nebraska job should be brought up for the Wisconsin job. Who do I think is the best one out of all of them? The best fit maybe out of all of them? Well, there's one coach in the Big 12 who coached at a place with Wisconsin in the part of it. That is uh, Lance Leipold 
at Wisconsin Whitewater, one of the great coaches in the history of lower division, of non-divisional one football. Um, Lance Leipold won one, two, three, four, five, six. Six national titles at Wisconsin Whitewater from 2007 to 2014. Um, they went seven and three in the bad year, and they went 13 and two and lost the title in the other year. He did not win, uh, win at all in Division Three. Then goes on to Buffalo, and what do they do? Uh, you know, they have so much success there. He wins 10 games there, 10, 8, 6, and uh, 6, 10, 8, 6, and uh, 8, and 6 in the last season that he had the last four seasons. So, four straight, at least six win seasons there. And then now in 17 games at Kansas, he's got this team at five and zero, and they're ranked. The one thing we know for sure is the bag is going to be dropped for Lance Leipold. It's just a matter of by who is it going to be Kansas? Is it going to be Nebraska? Is it going to be Wisconsin? Somebody's got to drop the bag. Now, look, Kansas fans, you might be thinking, I'm not giving you all enough credit. I've been giving you guys a ton of credit on this show throughout the course of the um of the of the, the weeks that we've seen KU play. I bet the KU over on the win total. Uh this I think Travis Goff is fully aware of the situation. I think everybody involved at KU is fully aware of the situation. And I think for them this could be a really positive thing because not only will this force them to invest in their coach, but they have to invest in their facilities. And that is something that we all know. That stadium badly needs a facelift. Their football facility is not intimately familiar with them, but I've been by the football stadium when I was in Lawrence. That thing definitely needs a, a facelift for sure. You're just seeing it with like all the extra stuff they're having to bring in for these big games. Um, and I think a lot of the times that stuff comes. So if Lance Leipold's going to stay there, he's going to ask money for assistant coaches. He's going to ask money for more for the, uh, the facilities. He's going to ask for more money for the stadium. That's not, or at least I think I would if I were him. Um, that's not a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. I think, and, and you know, like if you're a KU fan, I'd tell you this, like there, there hasn't been a reason to invest in football and your coach is giving you a reason to invest in football because in less than 17 games, he's got a 5-0 and team and you beat a variety of teams in the league in a variety of ways and you're getting really good players and developing talent and you've got a stud backfield, you've got a stud quarterback, you got playmakers on the defense. I mean, they're getting guys to come to Lawrence, Kansas. It's possible to get them there, develop them, and get a good team. We're seeing it right now at this point in time. They've got a chance. This program's got a chance. So if I'm KU, I'm making that investment in Lance Leipold. I'm making that investment in facilities. And hell, even if we lose Lance Leipold, I'm still making that investment because I know it's possible. I know what is what we know now what is possible. And honestly, I mean, actually, I'm not even sure it's fair because we're not sure what's all the way possible right now at KU. We've seen it in the past, right? Mark Mangin, and we saw success. But like, what is possible with this group for modern day Kansas football? They're scratching the surface right now, they hope, uh, in Lawrence, Kansas. So I think. That is something to watch. He'd be the number one guy. Matt Campbell obviously has been listed for a lot of jobs. This is another really good job in that part of the country. You got to wonder, though, is the shine wearing off Matt Campbell? I don't think it should, but it could be because of the performance last two seasons of the teams right now. I think this would be um, – uh, I think that would be another place that they would definitely make the call and they could go. The other one is Dave Aranda, but we know other big dogs have knocked on the door of Dave Aranda 
and we know that he is very content at Baylor. But but this is and and there is you know some talk about LSU. Well, Wisconsin's another place where he had a lot of success and is very 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 familiar with it. I tend to believe that he's staying at Baylor. That's just my belief right now. But I think Nebraska wants to make that call. I think Wisconsin, if things don't go well with Jim Leonard, might make that call. And he might say, oh, Jim Leonard is a defensive coach. They want to go that route, you know, kind of consecutively, even though he's an interim coach. I'm not sure. But those names, the Big 12, those are ones I would definitely look for. If you want former Big 12, Tom Herman. Maybe make that call. Uh, I mean, I don't think they would, but it's been somebody that's been listed. Dan Mullen obviously has been listed. Urban Meyer has been listed. So I would not necessarily go the direction of, of those guys. Uh, former coaches, retreads. I don't think you go Tom Herman's direction, but it's just something that's been listed out there. Uh, Herman's maybe more ap- applicable to our second job. I'll we'll do that in a second. But look, Jim Leonard, the guy to beat right now. It's his job to lose, it feels like, right now in Madison, Wisconsin. So Got to look at those Big 12 candidates for sure. And guys, I don't like, I don't take any joy in doing this, but it's worth talking about because look, the financials for the Big 12 are not going to be anywhere near what the financials are for the Big 10 conference. That's why Wisconsin and Nebraska can offer something that these Big Big 12 schools cannot offer to scale. Maybe they can make the facilities better. They can upgrade them, all these things, but to scale, not to the scale of the Big 10 because the amount of investment they're going to be able to put in off that television contract is going to be uh, quite sufficient. All right, today's show is brought to you by Simply Safe. Uh, guys, it's the best way to keep your home f- uh, protected right now. It's better than a dog. It's better than whatever else. You know, having the neighbors watch out for you guys. They've got all kinds of packages they offer. You can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com/lockedoncollege. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on college to save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Once again, visit simplysafe.com slash locked on college. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, job number two Carl Durrell is out at Colorado. Now, this, this job is interesting. Uh, for a variety of reasons, I misspelled his name. It's a K, not a, not a not a C. So I'll, I'm, I'm gonna fix that really fast. Um, but this job is interesting for the Big Twelve fans for a variety of reasons. Carl Durrell, there you go. Uh, I didn't put it out in there, but th- you all see what it is now. Uh, Carl Durrell out at Colorado. This job is interesting for the variety of reasons uh, because number one, it could become a Big Twelve job. That is that is the interesting part about this. There has been so much talk about conference realignment. Um, they have got to get themselves back in shape here. They don't have to do it quickly, but they have to. They suffered from one of the larger exoduses that you will ever see in the portal. I think they lost um, 22 guys in the portal last year. And for Carl Durrell, he did not do a good enough job uh, finding, you know, other players to take that spot. They're bad at quarterback. They're really just bad all over the place. But I think there is a lot of talk about, hey, who could be guys that they look at uh, that could help them kind of get back to this place? I, I think it's more – here's the couple routes they could go. Number one, they could go – I think their best chance at a current head coach is like the retread route. I think they'd have to go with uh, – not current head coach, but like guys we know as head coaches, like a Dan Mullen, right? Dan Mullen uh, is out there. If you want Big 12 connections, 
Tom Herman is somebody they should probably look at. I, I think a, he's kind of waiting in the weeds right there for an opportunity. Matt Rule is another guy I think you're going to begin to see get mentioned. Now, does he have aspirations maybe for a better job? I think that is possible. Um, current head coaches, I think Jeff Trailer is somebody they should consider at a UTSA. That's somebody that I think a Big 12 – I mean, he just feels like it's a destined to be a Big 12 coach, right? But at the at this moment in time, it's just – that's not going to happen because, I mean, what Big 12 Texas job is going to open? TCU just hired. Texas Tech just hired. Baylor's in good shape, right? Uh, maybe Houston. I mean, I don't know how bad thing, that thing – I think Dana's going to get some more time there. Uh, that thing's not going very well this season. But still, you're seeing the point that I'm making is that I don't think Jeff Trailer is, is – destined for a big 12 job in the state of texas anytime soon if he's looking to make that jump it's possible and once again any successful colorado program probably is going to involve recruiting texas very well it's kind of just part of the job jonathan smith i don't think would jump from oregon state uh, i was talking about guys who are current head coaches and you probably go maybe troy calhoun at Air Force is somebody's interesting. I mean, maybe would that be somebody that considers it? But there are a lot of places. I mean, Eric Bieniemy is somebody that's getting mentioned. Um, I think Jeff Grimes, you could chuck his name into the group there if you wanted a direct Big 12 tie. But I've got my eye on this job mostly because I think there is a good chance that it could be it could become a Big 12 job, right? That is kind of what we're looking at. It's the same thing with Arizona State, right? If you're Arizona State, you've got access to California. There are big, big shifts in terms of demographics between Colorado, or excuse me, between Colorado, between um, California and Arizona, right? We're seeing a lot of really good players now come out of Arizona. We've seen it with Brock Purdy. We've seen it, you know, a guy like Nico Markyal. I mean, it's just happening a lot more now. You're seeing guys come out of the state of Arizona due to population shifts, especially a lot of people moving out of California. So you've got the access to California. You've got Arizona. Obviously, it's an in-state. I think Jeff Trailer would be somebody who'd be good at Arizona State because he's got the Texas link. So if he can kind of make that that uh, banana peel almost, right, from Texas to Arizona, and I know New Mexico is obviously involved there too. It's across that. But, like, if he can just make that banana peel happen and recruit pretty well in that area there, that could be a really good job. And obviously, he's set up. And that's another job that we're talking about becoming a future Big 12 job potentially. So I think I'm I'm in this coaching search. Obviously, we have to look. This is the thing about the conference now becoming more national. The Big 12 conference becoming more, becoming more national. We're looking at these Big 10 jobs because, okay, there's a good chance that they could actually poach active. There's a good chance. There is a chance that they could active, poach active Big 12 coaches. Matt Campbell, Chris Kleiman, uh, Lance Leipold, all on the table, in my opinion. They should be on the table for those schools. Um, for Nebraska and and for Wisconsin. For Colorado and Arizona State, they could hire Big 12 guys. Maybe they have the foresight that, hey, we're going to join the Big 12 conference. But also, I think out of the options that are being present, like they're going to get an upgrade. I Actually, I think Colorado's in a good, good space to maybe fall backwards into uh, a pretty good coach. Also, I'm hearing former Missouri defensive coordinator and uh, current Illinois defensive coordinator Ryan Walters is somebody people are mentioning because the current AD, uh, I think it's Rick George is his name, um, was it is a Illinois guy. And so Ryan Walters done a great job as a young defensive coordinator. Maybe he could get the call up, but watch those two jobs because those could become 
uh, Big 12 jobs. And I, I think, you know, that, that with that in mind, maybe somebody with Big 12 experience could be tossed around trying to get those. So we, we got to we gotta watch that. And, and guys, this market is not done, right? I mean, that Auburn job is just waiting. That, that shoe is waiting to drop, right? If things go really south at Missouri, I think that shoe could drop here as well. So we're not done, but you're seeing the emphasis more and more on, on getting the deed done, making that, doing that uh, firing a bit earlier because of where we are with the early signing period and also the changing dynamics in college football. You kind of want to be first to this. You don't want to be the last at the altar. And for a place like Colorado, they've been through so much transition as of late. I think it's important for them to get this, to get this thing done faster sooner rather than later. Obviously take your time with search. This was the right time to make that call. All right. One more word from our sponsors. Then we'll get out of here. Today's show is brought to you by Bill Barker to build.com today. That's built.com. If you've not tried the built, built Puffs yet, what in the heck are you doing? They are delicious. They are good. They are not that bad for not bad for you at all. They're 160 calories and a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. So check them out now. Go to built.com today. It's built.com. Promo code LOCK15. L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com today. All right. Thank you so much for watching, my friends. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Will any of these schools poach Big 12 coaches uh, or coordinators for their jobs? Uh, let me know your thoughts in the comment section below. Till next time, my friends, as always, stay safe.